might have roast because <laughs> oh my so, god. <laughs> We're so like, we'll do it live! We'll do it live! We'll do it live! Let's we'll just it. do it live! Hey, welcome to Mexicans! <laughs> because we're Mexican! And we just can't. We just fucking can't. We can't! We've tried, and let's see if we can. <laughs> let me introduce. <laughs> let me. Int- oh, I'm gonna cheat. Let me introduce oh, to boy. you. Let me introduce to you my co-host Martin Leon. He is a true chameleon on stage. The only thing he can't make an impression of is a man who will stay the night. Oh, <laughs> you're so mean to me. I know. Okay, uh, let me introduce my co-host. Uh, he has the face of a young gay man and the voice of a very old British woman. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I, Luis Augusto. I do, I do mean um, Maggie Smith. I can imagine. Mr. Potter. You should do uh, Ben de la Creme doing Maggie Smith. <laughs> Excuse me, we originated the language. <laughs> but I'm doing the Scottish thing because she does the Scottish thing in Harry Potter. Yeah. And she does this thing. Oh, Mr. By the way, if you hear like chaos happening behind us, there's like a neighbor kid that's Scream- trying to screaming. That's trying to like bring down the value property of <laughs> the value of your property. Yes, and with all the gays in this building, there's a lot of gays in this building. Oh my god! What the fuck is going on out there? <laughs> Fine. I hope you guys can't hear it, and if you can, think of it as the acoustic backdrop that is exactly. Mexico City. Exactly. You know? The tamale guy hasn't made an appearance in a while. In a while. I'm I actually miss gonna, him. Sh- should we look for him? Should we like send <laughs> should we, should a we missing put person Put out an report? amber alert. <laughs> Like, have you seen this man? And it's just a guy holding a tamale. Exactly. Oh, that is terrible. Oh. Okay. So. Anywho, so uh, how you been? I've, I've been. I've been good. Yesterday. I oh was, yeah! Please do tell. I won a competition yesterday. Yay! Yeah. Applause. It was yeah. I live for the applause. 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 No. Um. I, I won a competition. It was a stand-up competition. Um. Where there were there were like a lot of comedians. Um. A lot of comedians doing the doing this thing where it was uh, Casa Comedy, which is one of the largest um, comedy production houses here in Mexico City. Um, they had this competition where it's like an open mic where anyone can enter, and it's an elimination. It's a yeah. knockoff. Is it no, no knockout? It's a knockout elimination. Yeah, knockoff is entirely. I'm a knockout. No. Um, and you're a knockout. <gasps> oh, oh, wow, that was nice. It's an anti Finally, yeah, a compliment. Finally, a compliment. I've been waiting for 27 episodes for you to say something nice to me, you fucker. You fucking asshole. I was just here for the love. I, told I just you. wanted to do something nice with you because you're friends. To... It's fine, I'm fine. And yeah, so it, was, it was this competition where everyone could enter and the first round, it was just bizarre because everyone was just Terrible. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we, we talked about it in yes. the last episode. And then the like... next one, people were less terrible. And last night was like the, before we actually go into the festival. Yeah. And um, it was actually a very, very good. So is there going to be another competition in the festival? Or yes. is it just over? No, yes. We're the six finalists. I ha- I don't have high hopes because I'm really going against some really like amazing... Like uh, yes, the creme de la creme, like of the, yeah, like of the new comedians we're talking about, some of the best, like... Well, Including and, yourself. It, well, <laughs> if, if I must. If I must. Today I have self-esteem, so it's good. Nice. Um, there's, this, there's this girl who is Isabel Fernandez, who is not new and is not up and coming. She has, yeah, up, no. and, she has, up, she has up and came. But, um, she entered the competition. On several backs, I've heard. She, Anywho. 
I'm Mal- sorry, it was right there. I, I restrain yourself. <laughs> anyway. Oh, one, behave. Oh, behave. Um, but yeah, anyway, she's been like slaying the entire competition. The first night I was there, she won and I was a close second. And yesterday, to my mind, she won and I was a close second. So I don't have very high hopes. But I. But you won yesterday, or did you just? Like, I won. Okay. There were six winners. There was no like oh, order. Okay. There were just okay. six winners, and okay. we're all going into the finals. Uh, and the finals are. And how many were last night? Twenty. No, uh, 12, 13. 13. 13. Okay. But yeah, it was good. It was a good. It was a good night. I, I did didn't well. go last night to support you because I was. I have a tiny, tiny, tiny show at Beer Bank. How was it? It tiny. was tiny. We had barely the amount of audience minimum to have a show, which was, you know, a good audience. Like we were getting a good, you know, they were invested. They were invested yeah. and were laughing and they weren't interrupting the whole time, which I appreciate. Um, so yeah. So sadly enough, I could not, could not go support you. But when, when's the, when's the, when's the Catholic comedy? It's thing? on November the 2nd, Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. And which is a great segue for Mexican stereotype of the day. Mexican stereotype of the day is the Day of the Dead. Dia de Muertos. Let me open with my favorite Day of the Dead joke, which is a joke that my partner told me once and it was just so funny because it was he told me it was back when um messenger was a thing yeah. msn messenger and you know how people used to have these entire lines of yes. of yeah like, the, the msn nickname the nickname was exactly the, the nickname yeah. and he had a nickname and then a quote and then a something and a something yeah. and something and he he did this thing which i thought which i thought was hilarious which was um he, I don't know if he had just had a fight with a boyfriend or he had just had a fight with someone. He'd broken up with a boyfriend. And it was the Day of the Dead on that day. And he said, Congratulations on this, your very own day, because you're dead to me. <laughs> and I thought it was the most hysterical thing. Aww. I thought it was brilliant. But yeah, Day of the Dead coming the up dead. in nary a week. Yes. <clears throat> It's really close. Do you do anything for Day of the Dead? I, I put up an altar. I haven't yeah, put it up yet because I put it, because the, the flowers will spoil. They will. <laughs> uh, so you have to put it up like five days prior. Yeah, unless you want to be like, you know... And even then... Exchanging flowers. And every... even then you will be sweeping those petals up until Christmas. Yeah. Um, but I really like the, um, you know, the papel picado, the sculpted paper. That yeah, the... Hang. Yeah. I don't know if there's a, there's a word for it in English, but I think I've heard of it because I, I, now that I went to the US they have like it's uh, French paper like a French oh papier piqué that's right <laughs> my partner who has just come in to open a rather inviting bottle of rosé by the way because this this is why I'm marrying this man just like you know, he, <laughs> because he opens bottles he of rosé opens bottles of rosé with that's very little prompting it just happens <laughs> it just happens and I'm very happy about it yeah can we have a glass of that oh he's gonna give us oh, a glass of rosé we appreciate um, we appreciate we you. appreciate very much so pa- papier piqué apparently so it's I'm pretty sure I saw like some uh, some of that being sold in the US and it wasn't sold as papier piqué but yeah I'll go with it I'll, it I'll was go. Mexican dead paper exactly <laughs> Mexican day of the dead paper Mexican day of the made dead made in paper. China did you see Coco <laughs> same thing exactly <laughs> so anyway so uh, I do put up an altar I, I don't like the pictures the pictures uh, I, they they make me quite sad if I'm honest like the, oh. the people I've lost which I'm I'm very fond of, and I'm not a spiritual person. But on that day, <laughs> after the last episode, no after one's the last doubting episode, that. but here's the thing: here's the contradiction. Because after the last episode, when I said that ghosts and all those things, that, that's bullshit. 
I do feel a connection with the, the people I've lost when I honor them. I don't think they actually come and visit, but it's taking some time every year to remember people. I, I call, this is the rosé being Yeah, called. exactly. Just, just listen, listen to that. To that. Just. And become green with envy. Ooh, this is good. I mean, it, it and might now be... And now it's a chin-chin thing. It might be... Yeah. Just... There we Chats. go. I, uh... I put up the altar, and instead of pictures, there's a, an alternative that you have that maybe people in the States haven't heard of. But, Something um, that, that represents the person? Represents the person, which is, in my case, I love the sugar skulls. I, oh, I love the yes. way they look. I think they're just the right amount of macabre and playful yes. and delicious. Yes, so yes, I put up the, 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 the skulls, so it's uh, all of my grandparents, because I'm, I'm fresh out of grandparents. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, I just had one right now, and I just... I, I Where can't, did it go? I can't seem to keep, keep track of them. No, I've lost all my grandparents, I've lost a few other people. And um, I, I put their names on it, because they come with a little tag. So yes. you put their names on it, and I put them there. And you need to have the, the four elements, Yes. Uh, in the which are... I, I always forget them, but there's like... You have to have earth... Wind, fire, water, and, and fire. fire yeah. How do you... What was it? It's... I mean, the candles are, of course, candles fire. fire. You have tequila or something for water. For water? Uh, gray, you know, like, you, if you can get your hands on some cemetery dirt. If not, I think the flowers do for earth just fine. Uh, and air... Air is the um, copal, right? The, yeah, uh, yeah, the incense. <clears throat> it's a very specific kind of incense. I love the smell of it. It's very pungent. Like it you have to, pungent. like they they sell you this little bag and you light it up and you have to light it up in very small doses because yes. your house will smell like a graveyard in a good way. Exactly. In a good way, but it's it's a very strong smell. Um, but that's another thing, and I, and that's what I love about because um, like usually you see in a lot of traditions that graveyards are like these super creepy places. I mean here too, uh, but well, during Day of the Dead, you know they they just you know they get super ultra decorated and people go and have you been i went i haven't gone to visit any of my relatives but i've gone like in gilitla which is a little bit north of um mexico city tell me everything because i've never been to a graveyard during the day i mean you know well first of all there's just like there's the fire hazard everywhere you, go. <laughs> you know there's so many candles yeah but i mean if people die like they, they won't go far. <laughs> You're already they're here. Right, they're at the right place. <laughs> if you're going to die of something, you may as well exactly. be there. Um, so, of course, all the flowers. And, you know, as you as you go through, like, people will talk to you about, like, who they lost and, like, why they were important. Just, um, like, people, random people? Yeah, just, yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God. Like, like if, you, if you ask them, they'll be like, oh, who's this for? And they'll, like, and it's this thing where, like, they'll tell you their, their happy memories of the person they lost, which is really nice. And then, like, after that, after the cemetery, which is, isn't really, like, a whole night thing, like, you just kind of let the dead do their thing. Um... You come back to the, to the town, and there's just, like, this huge, like, carnival type thing. And there's people wearing masks and there's fireworks and in the case of Hiditla uh one of my friends who went with me was actually German he got, he just like like I got this and he brought out this like stick of dynamite I basically. bought this explosive to put the party in this party just basically like, and, and I just saw it I'm like that's not legal he's like are you sure you're neither in Mexico it I'm like this is Mexico this isn't like you know like I don't know I don't know where that would be legal um, World War 2 maybe I had to I'm sorry but he's German well, it's fine it's we fine. do <laughs> like the Uber <laughs> 
Uh, do you want to feel how London felt during the Blitz? I'm going to do it now. So basically, what we did to light to light that it, because like several children wanted to like hear the explosion, and of course, several parents were like, "If you're gonna do it, do it." Gather round. If you, if their parents were like, "If you're gonna do it, which you are, you crazy German, uh, just like throw it over there where there are no houses and blah blah blah." Because it, it, it wasn't even like a firework in that. Ooh, pretty, it's, it was just a loud explosion. It was just like a stick of dynamite. Exactly. Yeah. So like. He lit it. We ran away from the place where, where, where it was. And you have no idea how loud that thing was. Like, we had people come out of their houses to ask what had happened. And you have to, you have to bear in mind, you have to bear in mind that for a lot of people, because for me, Day of the Dead, I grew up with Day of the Dead. In mm -hmm. school, it's all schools around Mexico, they mm -hmm. do the Day of the Dead thing. But for me, it was like a very quaint thing. It was a spiritual, but kind of, how do you call it? Like, not agnostic, but like secular kind of thing. Yeah. Non-denominational non, non Day of the Dead, if you will. But for a lot of people, Day of the Dead is a thing. Like, grandfather is visiting. Yeah. So you have to imagine that a no, lot of the people were very, in a very vulnerable place. And you decided to set off explosives right next to the houses. Oh, yeah. Just imagine people going, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I, You're going to raise the debt? No, wait. <laughs> 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 that explosion will raise... Oh, right. Yeah, well, uh, no problem I had tonight. a friend in, uh, in my high school who actually, for the dead, her mother would set places on the table for the people that were visiting. Oh, fuck. And they would sit at the table and she would like serve it, each plate it wasn't it wasn't like a we'll just leave the plate there oh that's no, sweet they would serve it sounds sweet like if it's like ah oh, because at first I was like oh sweet how many people are we talking about because uh, if it's like three, three people and five dozen dead right? I, I don't know exactly the number but it was like basically the same number of, of dead people than alive on that table okay. and her mom would talk to the dead like oh, he, she would do the that's whole, where I draw the line exactly like <laughs> when I first heard it I'm like oh that's nice and she's like no it's not nice but like you're mid you know like she's supposed your, your uncle is supposed to be dead not having a shouting match with your mom in the middle <laughs> <laughs> they get into a fight yeah oh my god when I would told me I this. would so do that like if, if I if my mother died knock on wood if my mother died and she came back or I believe she came back it would be like mother I'm not gonna listen to this one more time I've just had it with you it's just like no. every year every year you come home for the holidays and all you say is why are you still single like what's <laughs> what happened to that nice boy Exactly. You, the one with the you fuck up everything. My mother becomes Jewish when she's dead. <laughs> you were gonna marry a nice doctor. What happened to that? Racism and disrespecting the dead here on Mexicans. We're very happy. Um, and speaking of racism and disrespecting the dead, did you like Coco? I did. I cried my eyes out. It was just. Here's the thing. It really struck a note. Like I saw the ending coming. Like when they said the song and you know the guy used yeah, to sing yeah, the song yeah, yeah. and because my father has dementia oh. and he's losing his memory yeah and then the last scene i knew it was coming like 20 minutes before and i was bracing myself i was genuinely emotionally bracing myself of course i didn't want to stop because fuck is that a beautiful film but like when the boy starts playing the song and the woman this smile, this beautiful wrinkled smile just contorts her face. I was just like, fuck you, movie. Bawling. I was bawling, but like the movie was over and 
and I made the mistake of watching this while I was at, while I was working in Chicago last year. There was no one there. I was alone at the flat that I rented, and um, I was like, "Oh, American Netflix! They've got Coco. I have not seen it. Let's see that." And I was enjoying myself for most of the movie, and then the ending came, and I was just crying. And I called my sister. And I called my sister who was back here in Mexico and I called her and I was like, I, I, I can't stop crying. And she's like, what the fuck happened? Are you okay? I, I watched Coco and she went alone. Are you fucking mental? You should have like, watched the Babadook instead. Yeah, exactly. Like I was just destroyed, but it was beautiful. I thought it was, I a, did love it. I thought it was a great, a lot of people were like, oh, but it's like, I'm a recognizing the thing. And it's like, fuck you. America is already Mexicanized. So, I mean, the, the thing that I, that I will say about Coco is that if this thing where it's like, quote unquote, anywhere Mexico, in the same way they, t- they try to make like an anywhere USA. So when I see the town and the cobblestone and the grandma and how they're dressed and everything, I do not relate at all to the slightest. Well, but, and the chancla. And the chancla. By the way, but, chancla. Although a lot, of, a lot of Mexican friends of mine, they will quote the chancla. I mean, every, every, every other comedian here, every other stand-up comedian in Mexico has a, has a chancla joke. Because it's a thing. I know, but my, my mom, my, my mom didn't do it. My mom, my mom went for psychological abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's She a- just gave a stern glare and I was, you know, sorry to be, to have been born. Uh, YouTuber Sideways did an amazing, uh, video on how there is a research on how music does help dementia patients oh, fuck. reconnect. Don't, just, mm, stop. Uh, full stop. Trigger. I'm being triggered. I, I don't want to be a snowflake. This is but a safe I'm, space. This is a safe space, but Jesus. No triggers. It does. Um, no, no, here's so, the thing. I've um, seen it. It does. It does. Uh, but you do do the altar, which is. I do famous. the altar. I've never been to a, to, um, to a cemetery. Um, to the holy ground, as we call it in, in Mexican, because it's, they don't really call it Campo Santo in Spain, but, um, they call it just yeah. the cementerio, but here it's like Campo Santo, holy yeah. ground. And, um, I've never been to, to, to one. A, a friend of mine invited me. They were going to Pazcualo, which is like, apparently like the best, the most beautiful graveyard ever. Yeah. And it's like hillside, lake, like beautiful, just lit up with candles. But here's the thing. I, I do think that, that thing belongs to the people whose dead are actually there. So I don't know how comfortable I would feel going like, oh, there's a dead person that means nothing to me, but we have a family crying possibly or just enjoying. That, exactly. That's the thing. They're, they're, they're rarely, I mean, even either. Really I think that's the kind of thing that I like about Dead to Dead is about remembering what the person loved and, you know, um, what you loved about the person. You know, I did like Disney, Disneyifying the person's life. Uh, I did like how Pixar Pixar got a lot of things right with that movie. I do agree with you that it was like random, generic Mexican town. Although I will say, clearly they did their research because it's yeah, like, of course. if you've been out of the cities, a lot of Mexican towns look like that. Yes, like, totally. like that could totally have been Tepoztlan, like yeah. just brick for brick. Um, I did like how they got right the thing of. Day of the Dead is not meant to be solemn. Yeah. It's meant to be celebratory mm-hmm. and happy. The day before 
is the solemn thing. You know, they didn't mention the the All Hallows Day, yes. and the, which is a very solemn thing, especially for the for the like real hardcore yeah. Catholics. They will and, go to church and they will do that. But and but but now that's the thing with uh, Day of the Dead, especially after Coco and after James Bond. Uh, in, 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 oh my invented. god, we have to talk about the the Day of the Dead parade. Yeah, James Bond invented the now... Uh, traditional, five, Traditional Day of the Dead parade, yeah. Like, that was invented for the James Bond movie. We didn't have a parade. And we didn't have a parade before. Ten years ago. And, yeah. in, things, and Mexico got... Like, they were, like, the production company was looking for where to look, where to film, where to shoot the, um, the that scene from... Beginning scene from James Bond. And they got Mexico, so they said, of course, we have a Day of the Dead thing downtown. It's a thing we do. It's a parade, of And the course. thing is, it looked gorgeous in the movie. Of course. Like, and everyone... Here's the thing. Everyone in Mexico went like, not a bad idea. And here's the thing. I don't hate the parade, because in the end, like, why wouldn't you have a parade? Like, if we didn't like it... Because it's not... I mean, I'm not against the parade. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against... The Day of the Dead becoming a tourist thing. Uh, but I do think, like, I think it's very different for you, a Mexican, to go to a, like, a nearby cemetery where you might have no one, uh, related to you and just, you know, live the tradition that is Mexican. But it's really different to, like, sell it as this thing where now a lot Everyone of tourists are coming yeah. and it's like, come to Oaxaca and spend... Now they have a Day of the Dead parading Oaxaca, which is bigger than the one in Mexico City. Cause, Seriously? Like, they, get, they get, like, every single school to do a different float and they, like, have different themes each year. I was there for last year's Day of the Dead and it was this humongous parade. And you were talking to people, like, yeah, we didn't have this five years ago. But, like, now it's the... So, like, so many tourists were asking, like, what do you do for Day of the Dead? Like, well, fine, let's do something for Day of the Dead. Uh, that isn't just, you know... And, Going to the... And, the, and the other thing is, like, if you have the parade, then the cemeteries don't get, like, flooded with this whole bunch of tourists going... Which is probably a nice little perk. Yeah, exactly. And, of course, you have, you have like, the hotel. You're, like, you do get a an influx of money, which no one is, is against, um... But come to Mexico, spend your money yeah. here. And the Mexico Pavilion in Epcot also gets a lot of Day uh, of the Dead visitors. Yeah. yeah, the thing is, that's the reason why I've never been to the Holy Ground on on Day of the Dead because I feel like a tourist myself, even though yeah. I am Mexican. I feel like these are people who are literally standing next to or on the bones of their dearly departed, and that they're, they're having a very personal thing. And I kind of respect yeah. that because I don't like. All of my grandparents, neither of them were Mexican, so I don't really do the thing of visiting people on Day of the Dead. I, yeah. but, um, Neither do I, because my, my parents, like, in, in my house, we never did, like, a full-blown altar. You, you never thing. did that? No, it was more like a, on the day we might, like, cook a recipe of, like, one of my great-grandparents' uh, favorite oh, dishes. That's really because, sweet. Because, like, for most of the time, like, with my parents, like, all of my grandparents were alive. Um, and for example, once my, my grand, my grandfather, my mom's side died, my mom, that was it. She just kind of like did a little, a little dinner that kind of was like, this is what your grandfather liked. So that wasn't, there was like a proper altar. Uh, now I do an altar cause I, I don't know. It seems nice. To it remember. happened to me when I lived a lot, when I moved out of my parents, my parents never did an altar because here's the thing. Foreigners do not get it. A lot of them, at least. Like, yeah. maybe Coco has helped people get it. But, like, I remember that my mother, specifically, my father, they're both anthropologists, so they should have 
kind of known better. I think, I mean, the other thing is like, now maybe a lot of people have the interest of like doing their own altar and you're like, let's make an altar. Like a lot of schools uh, will do like, let's do an altar for such, you know, important historical figure. You know, like at the tech, at the tech high school, we had a altar competition for November. Oh, I had, I had one in my school. So each, each, uh, and we were supposed to do an altar for a different historical figure each. So you had to re- research what they like, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And you just like, he's from Oaxaca, like stuff from Oaxaca. He's from Italo, stuff from Italo. You know, like it wasn't, it wasn't expected much from you. We won, we won one year in my school and it was really, we won because of the theme, because the theme was everything. We, we planned this for like a month and everyone just, we did, yeah, we went all out to win the thing. It was a competition back then. We were teenagers, yeah. we were assholes. And, I had this idea because I saw um, a news report of how in certain parts of the country, some people will light a candle without a picture Mm -hmm. for those who are not remembered so that they can find a place. And I thought, why not have the whole thing? What do you think of that, Coco Immigration yeah. Services? No, that's that's something that they got wrong Day in the, of in the, the research. Ice. That's something that they got wrong in the research because the whole plot <laughs> of Coco is if you're forgotten, then you disappear from the afterlife. And a lot of people will actually remember those who are not remembered. So but they don't have a photo. So they don't have a photo. So they don't have the proper paperwork. They don't exactly. And I did like how they got Mexican bureaucracy. Spot on, like when they were like crossing the border, I was like, yeah. that is fantastic because it's true. But you won. I won. We won. I won. Well, it was my idea, was so I won. Uh, no, but we won because it was like no pictures and it was just a lot of people have nowhere to go. So let's have nice. an, a, an offering and a frenda for people who. My class also, because this was in, like, every year, like, you only did it once through high school, because you only did it in one semester. But we won when, when, because, like, we did not know we, were gonna, we had to do an altar for that competition, like, until three days earlier, because our history teacher was kind of a no-show most of the time. So he was, like, at one point, he was like, yeah, you need to do an altar, and the theme is Oaxaca. And we're like, oh, crap. You're holding, like, Oaxaca is dead. Let's honor... Your theme is, like, an altar from Oaxaca. Okay. Like, whatever. So, right. so we're like... What the fuck do we do? Like, we literally had three days. And we just, like, grabbed a whole bunch of stuff that seemed to happen from our houses. Right. And we just, like, stuck. And we, like, we, we had, like, an Aztec calendar on the background. That's not what happened at all. <laughs> but then, like, a friend of a friend of mine and I, who were the nerds of the class, are like, you guys just have to do the research. We're going to do, like, everyone else is just going to, like, baroque the shit out of this altar. We're going we're gonna to throw everything and the kitchen sink towards it. And my, this, this girl and I just did a whole bunch of research. So when they, when, when the teachers that were judging the, the competition arrived, uh, like she started doing like a calavera, which is a poem about, uh, Oh, I dying. love calaveras. I love, I don't know. I don't Explain know a calavera. I don't know the type of, uh, poem it is, or the type of rhyme it has. Oh my God. I knew this because I won the contest so many times. Okay. Well, it's a type of poem and it's made for someone. It's, and it's about someone dying and it's usually funny. Um, but tragic because you make a funny way in which death comes for someone. And it always has to do with who they are, what they work in, uh, what they're good at. So like if it's a cook, the, the, the death will come for them and they will have a meal and then take him away. But it's always like this funny thing where it's like they have a party before they go. It's whatever. A party. And it, it also became a very political thing. Like you would mm. choose someone because a lot of the calaveras are written for the living. Yes. Again, in the spirit of, 
It's not mockery at all. It's it's a very it's celebratory. It's kind of like poking fun at death. Yes. So death becomes this folk character. Yes. No, la Catrina or la flaca. You know, the skinny yeah. one. We call yeah. her the skinny one. And, and I do like that she is a woman here She's because woman. in a lot of uh, like mostly in the. In the, the West. Europe, in the West, it's the male and it's this really scary figure. The Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper. Uh, and here it's this, uh, this like very joyful, uh, female figure. Of course she's scary because she's pretty good. Well, but she's not supposed to be because she's smiling all the time. She's dressed in this beautiful turn of the century French influenced garb. Yeah. You know, like gorgeous dress and the huge hats and everything. Yeah. This all inspired uh, in the art of what's his face. I'm not going to remember right now. But it's a... Tablada? Tablada. Tabuada? Tabuada. Maybe. Tabuada. Fact check. Fact check. We are bad Mexicans. If you're here for the facts, we have We don't want the facts. We we don't care about them. Sorry. But if I cared about it, I would have listened in my history class. Death is a very nice character in these things. Like the idea of... You have... I don't know. If you you were writing one for 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 a politician, let's say, or for an artist... Um, you would say, you know, like the artist was doing his thing, mm-hmm. and then the skinny came, the skinny one came, and somehow the the guy or the the woman tries to trick death, tries to like escape or yeah. distract her. But in the end, like, the, I'll give you a painting. The message is, and there is um there is a um this has a tradition that is goes as far as the Middle Ages in Europe, which is called the dance macabre, which is yes. the 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 dance of the dead. The idea that. Death is the ultimate equalizer. Death will take us all. But it's a very like comical kind of thing, which is like, oh, you want to escape her, but yeah. you, she will not. And she's usually a very a, a trickster, what they would call yeah. a trickster character. She's funny, she's clever, she's witty, and in the end she gets us all. So I like, I like her as a character. And you're right, I've never thought of it, but here in Mexico, death is a female character. So, and um, non-scary. So yeah, so she did the Calavera. And I, like, we just, like, spouted Oaxaca and Day of the Dead facts at these people. Would we manage to do it in, like, a very, like, you do the, you say this, and I say that, and you say this, and I say that. And we had, like, the candles, and the flowers, and the whatever. And there were, like, the last flowers that, we, that were available in the flower near the, near the school, because everybody else had bought the other ones. Um, and when they announced the, like, there was this other altar that had, they had brought, like, a lot of uh, metal like sheets, like shallow metal sheets, right. to have like a a, a a a a path of water with candles uh, floating wow. on top towards the altar, which which had an actual skull dressed as a bride on top of it. Right. And we were just like there, going like we were not going to win, so whatever. And we <laughs> won. And when they told us like you were the only ones that told us anything about your your states, <laughs> what your state did for days of the dead, and we're like. Yeah, information wins. Exactly. So we won a field trip to a Cuernavaca museum, which I don't know if that was an actual prize, if I'm honest. But you won it. And there okay. you go. Yes. So Day of the Dead, that's the Mexican stereotype of... If you want to participate in it, I don't really believe Do in... your research. Yeah, I don't... Re- yeah, just do your research. I don't really believe in cultural appropriation as long as it's not for profit and as long as it's respectful. I, mean, I don't believe cultural appropriation has to be inherently negative uh but also yeah do your research and if there's any 
If there's any questions you might have, don't ask don't them. Have, to, don't ask them to us. We're not. We're not the authority. But there's lots of wonderful. Watch Coco. There are lots of wonderful references that you can look for if you if you're interested in starting a Day of the Dead tradition. And watch that other movie, The Book of Life. Oh yeah, that's that Mexican animated movie yeah. about Day of the Dead. Came out like two or three years before Coco, and yeah. then Coco was like, "But we're Pixar, and our animation is gorgeous." The scene, Day, Book of we, Life, Book of Life is a, is a nice movie. I'm sorry, yes, but like I remember just my eyes, the size of plates when the the bridge of Sempasuchil flower oh. just extends to the. To the to the um, to the afterlife, I was just like, "This yeah. is just fantastic." Was- yeah, and I like that they took like, um, of course, there's like a version of Heaven and Hell. They have like the underworld of the, but I like that it wasn't this like super uh, Christian traditional version of heaven, but rather this like this very chaotic city of like older stuff. Uh, under newer stuff, under newer stuff, under like. This idea Did you of- notice how every like every bit of technology was dead technology? Yes. Like the computer was dead. Yeah. Like it was an old fashioned bulb computer, mm-hmm. and it was just. And there yeah. were so many funny, so many funny scenes. Like the Frida Kahlo you know, scene was oh my just God. like it's a watermelon, but it's also me. And, it's like, <laughs> and there are monkeys who are also me, and they turn around. And that's like exactly what you would expect Frida Kahlo yeah. to do. Like, a, and among those, all those dead things were several jokes of several comedians I know. But <laughs> well, anywho, anywho. Uh, so that's it. Dead to dead Mexican stereotype of the day. Enjoy it. Today we're also going to be talking about something that is also dead: my love life. Oh, <laughs> let's light a candle for Let's Madrid put an Leon. altar up tomorrow. Today's topic is... Actually, I have to say about Coco and my love life is that I was supposed to watch uh, Coco with my ex-boyfriend. Oh. But when we we got the tickets and on the day that we were supposed to watch it, he kind of told me, I don't feel like going to the movies. So I had to like scramble to find someone else to watch a movie. Because I was like, I'm going to watch this movie. I don't care if you're there or not. I was really hurt that they did, he did not watch it with me because I was really looking forward to it. But I was like, I'm going to watch this movie. I'm going to watch it with a friend. And afterwards, I'm going to tell this friend that I, for now, hate my boyfriend. Anyway, so Coco and my love life. So, no, we're, talk- we're actually going to be talking about dating apps. Yes. Or, as the gays know it, dating. <laughs> Just... You know, yeah. they like have Chinese food in China I mean, and they just call it There was it food. a time in which you only could meet people through the internet. There was. Yes. There is. I mean, I just... I, I know mean, nowadays you can meet people. It started with IRL. Craigslist. No. I know... I know... It didn't. No, it started with gay.com. Latin chat. Latin chat. I know, I know a lot of older gays. I am this old. The veteran gays. <laughs> I know a lot of veteran gays who like... Obviously, because how are you going to meet an eligible or non-eligible? Who cares? How old were you when you when you had uh, access to an internet connection? Well, I was about seven. Okay, I was around. I was a little bit older than that. Uh, I was around. I must have been around like thirteen, fourteen. Right. Yeah. And me knowing I was gay at the time, like the first thing I did was look for a connection with some because nobody knew I was gay except me. Um, and let's face it, my parents and everyone who knew me, but they were pretending they Literally didn't know. Literally <laughs> everyone who ever saw you. Exactly. Uh, so, and God and the saints and every dead person who ever... And all the pastels, so yeah. And all the ghosts yeah. in my house. Anyway. So, uh, so the first thing I did was, I, I, I actually got, my first internet service was called CompuServe. So you had like this, like CompuServe web browser that came in. I am this old people. Um, and you just got into the city and like you had the whole dial up connection. I had America online. 
Well, I had American Life AOL. after I had CompuServe. And, and yeah, one of the first things I did, like, alone at night in my room was, like, gay chats. Don't do that if How you're underage, by you? the way. I was 13 or 14. Oh, that is Yeah, they kicked, me out, they kicked me out as soon as I said, said my age. Thank, so then I lied. Thank goodness. So then I lied. That's not good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, torn between approving of you and then just, like, judging. It's, this is my To life. be honest, I, I mean, I, I have to be... I mean, I was really fortunate in that... You were not raped, yes? Yes, I was not raped. And I, that I never met anyone who bore me any ill will. Like, that's, like, I remember that one time I did tell someone, like, I am actually, I said 15 instead of 13. I'm actually 15. And he was like, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, but I am going to report you to the moderators because you're not supposed to be here and this is for your own good, blah, 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 blah. A hero. Yeah. No, I mean, I was, I was lucky about that, but this is way before. Anything that you had to do with smartphones. Oh, yeah. Because uh, you had... Uh, I don't know I don't know if you visited any any of the gay hookup sites. Like gay.com, Manhunt. I visited Manhunt um, with a friend because he was looking. And I was not because I was in a relationship. But he was looking. And that's when I learned of Manhunt. And I remember feeling instantly inadequate in every sense of the word. Just like... Right. Because... Everyone was just like so many abs, like just so just abs yes, and everything. biceps. And it pecs. was looking at a waffle catalog. It was, it, just it was like, either that or you were look, you were looking into the eye of the beast. To these the eye of being the beast. assholes. <laughs> yes, the, the, the ever blinking, never you know. The brown eyed monster. The eye of Mordor. <laughs> it just, what was the quote? Or in, it, Span- it, or in it, Spanish, it, the eye of Mordor. Anyway, Ooh. <laughs> kinky, kinky. There you go. Now you, you got know, that good. Now you know a little tidbit about Martin Leon's sex life, which is <laughs> something that nobody Which is asks imaginary. For. Yeah. But anywho. Um... Uh, I, I remember logging into this, well, not logging into this, but being with him as he logged in, and he was very, um, we were very young. We were about 18, probably, in okay. And uh, it was very intimidating for me, and it was intimidating for him as well, and he actually never met with anyone. I mean, the thing with those, like, if you're looking for, I mean, not that there aren't people that have met through Manhunt or other similar sites and, you know, made it work as a long-term relationship, but in general, like, the feel, like, this is the thing I didn't get until later, which is, like, the problem with uh, with those sites as a as a person, really, uh, is that you look at dating the way you look at online shopping. Because you have, like, the filters, you know? You have, like, I want between this height and that height, and with this age and that age, and I want them, like, with this type of body type, and I want them... And you could even choose the race, and you can choose the... everything, you know? So, even on, if on the first page you see someone that you're like, oh, this is interesting, he has a nice profile, he looks, you know, he has a face on Manhunt, which is something that you couldn't really... It's, it's a rare beast. A lot of people, yeah. a lot of people even told you, like, I am, I mean, to this day, you know, a lot of apps, they tell, like, I'm discreet, I'm not gonna, you know, like, I... Don't tell people you're gay, I don't tell people I'm gay. I, I never do, except when I'm on stage, but... Well... Or on TV. But... <laughs> or just walking around the park. Exactly. Just like, hello, I'm gay. Exactly. Just like, I just go through a subway with a little paper, like, hello, I'm gay. But then like, do you want money? I'm like, no, I'm just giving out papers. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just putting the information out exactly. there. For, for people to see it. The first time I downloaded a dating app was Tinder. Wow. Yes. 
So it was that late. Because here's the thing, because I'm... Where were you, here or in Australia? I was here. I was here. And um, a friend of mine, everyone tells this story, but I swear in my case it's true. A friend of mine who's English, she she downloaded Tinder and she said, have you seen this Tinder thing? And I was like, no, I have not. I don't know how much I trust this. I did like the concept of Tinder, the idea that you could only interact with people who had at least approved of you on a most basic level. But that kind of took a lot of the edge off because it was like, okay, some part of you considered my picture to be attractive. Let's go with that. You know, it's it's enough for me. And I started uh, being on Tinder and I kind of went on a dating binge. I lost control really quickly. I was, it was kind of like those movies where like the, the, the ingenue tries heroin and everything just spirals out of control. At some point, at some point I was dating, I shit you not, I was dating six people simultaneously. Wow. Two women and four men. Wow. Um, not simultaneously the same day. Like, it was a very casual no, kind get of, it. like, I dating once every two weeks. <laughs> like, this very, this very, like, absurd thing where you're, like, six restaurants right next to each other just running from one table to the next. It's and of, each one you have a different outfit because you told them, told them different things. What do you like? It's <laughs> door comedy. I would just, like, <laughs> the waiter's coming behind me and I like, said, what did you order, sir? Yeah. And I was, I, I it spiraled out of control very quickly. Um, I did not have a good experience. I, um, I had a terrible date. I had like an awful, awful, awful date. And in retrospect, I should not have had sex with this person. I, it was, that was my worst Tinder date. That was my, and I I expect you to tell us the story. Hindsight is 2020. No, no, no. Like it was, well, it was this guy. He seemed fun. He had a beard. I'm not a big fan of the beard. He had a beard. Um, he was interesting. He was, um, a photographer. Okay. And he uh, neglected to mention, and maybe he should have, because I, I may have been more understanding. Uh, he neglected to mention that he clearly had some kind of um, glandular problem regarding sweat. Oh. So we were doing the deed, and suddenly and you were showering. it starts raining. Oh, wow. It starts pouring. Like it was rain. It wasn't raining men, but it was raining from a man. <laughs> At least it was sweat. Well, yeah, no There's need for, lu- no need for lubricant. From- <laughs> <laughs> Saved a lot on that. But no, it was, it, we started doing the thing. And at first I was like, he's sweating. It's fine. Like, it's a bit stuffy. In here. Exactly. Yeah. But at some point I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this. Like, I'm it's, it's just, yeah. this is too much. Yeah. And I told him, I, 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 maybe I should have been more tactful. I just don't know how, because you're already in a very vulnerable position. And at some point he just, I just go, I, I, I think we need to stop and I need to take a shower. So we went into the shower, we showered and I left. Okay. Well, is that his place or did you go to a hotel? His place. Okay. Um, and that was a very, very, but I've had a lot of disastrous, Tinder dates, which I just know. And I, okay. I have, this is something fun. Uh, when I started doing, <laughs> this is something fun. When I started doing Tinder, um, my sister refers to Tinder as a disease, as in, oh, you've got Tinder again. Like she, she, I can, I can, I can relate to that. The way you would talk about mono. She was yeah, like, oh, more, you've got It's Tinder. more like, you know, like, uh, Cold sores. A cold sore, exactly. It's my, like this thing that you have. My sister was like, because my sister had never had any time for such bullshit. She never had Tinder. Uh, she never needed Tinder. Um, but she was like, no, it's raining. 
uh, she was like, oh, you've caught Tinder again and so on. But a friend of mine, a very dear friend of mine, and I had this thing called Code Jumanji. Have I told you about this? No. Code Jumanji. Um, we live in the city that we live in, and I'm a fairly anxious person, which means, you know, eight out of ten people, I'm pretty sure they want to murder me. So what we did was, and he had uh, dating apps as well. He was more of a grinder kind of person, but the principle was the same. Whenever we would visit either a hotel or someone's place or our place with someone from Tinder, we would... When, when it was a sure thing that this was going to happen, we would send each other the word Jumanji. When the word Jumanji was sent, um, I would send the word Jumanji with my location, with my current location. And if he, do, he did not hear from me in an hour, he would call the cops. Good. It, it never came to that. Good. Fortunate. Too good. But, I, mean, I mean, anyway. Yeah. No, like totally. Like all my all of my friends know that if they're on any kind of date, be it Tinder or otherwise, and they need an easy out, like they can just like call me and be like, "I'm sorry, you messaged me. What's wrong?" And it will instantly go and like, "I don't know what's happening. You need to call me." Blah blah blah. Because like, especially with my friends who are girls and they need like an out, it's like, "Where are you? I'm gonna go catch you. It's fine." Um, but yeah, no. Please, if you're doing the online dating thing and if you're going places, be safe. And tell people where you're going. Uh, tell people have a friend or two that knows what you're up to. Yeah. Uh, peace. Tell us your stories. Oh my god. Well, the thing the thing is, uh, I do have this thing. Like uh, several of my gay friends were like <coughs> dating on Tinder. That's for amateurs, you know. There's LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Like there's so, like any LinkedIn. App, any app can be a dating app if you just try hard enough. Uh, and yeah, I know a couple of people have met people through LinkedIn. LinkedIn, interesting. Yeah, I know. I don't even have a LinkedIn I don't think you profile. get a fun date from LinkedIn, but you know, at least you like swap, like, I don't know, Excel tips, you know, like. <laughs> Did you have sex? Not really, but the PowerPoint presentation was on point. On PowerPoint. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. I'll let myself out. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I but like... are you a, a Tinder person or a Grinder person or a? I think an everything person. Bumble. Is I've it, been is it Bumble? In, I did Bumble. Okay. I did. Um, I, I. I mean, I am ashamed. I would be ashamed. I'm just gonna go complain here, but yeah, like I've, I've tried like basically every, every dating app, so I know the problem is me. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's Daddy Hunt. Daddy Hunt. Daddy Hunt, which is, you know, like for daddies to find, like for older people to find younger people. Um, Do you fit into either of those categories? I did. I did when I was in Daddy Hunt. Uh, And Did you find a daddy? I found a couple of people who were into being my daddy, but I was not. I was like, no. Uh, That's the thing. Like, I've been in a lot of dating apps and I message a lot, but for me to actually go on a date, that's... Difficult. Like, you don't really do like do right that. now. Like right now, I re-downloaded Grinder, um, and haven't met one person from Grinder. Like I've had it for like two weeks, maybe three, and I've chat with some people. Like there's this guy who was like, "Let's meet," and he was like kind of cute. So I'm like, "Sure." Like I told him, "Like sure later." And then like the next day, he was like, "Well, if you not want to meet right now, we're never gonna meet." I'm like, "Fine," you know, like. Wow, touchy, exactly, Testy. exactly. Uh, but I've gone on dates with people from Twitter. I've gone on dates really? with people from like uh, one of my oldest friends. I actually met through OkCupid. I don't know oh. if you know OkCupid. You're a housefrau. 
What's that? That uh, that housewife. That's a that's a housewife thing, isn't it? Okay, Cupid is more like. If you, I mean, the thing the thing is when you had Manhunt and you had uh, all of this website, OK Cupid was the dating website that like a it was fun because you had like this huge like twenty page test to answer before yeah, they have an algorithm, don't they? Exactly, yeah. and and they gave you like <clears throat> they they had one of twenty um one of twenty like archetypes that would like fit you in. And they had like this. Do you, what's the thing with the E N T J I P whatever personality types? Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So they gave you one of like twenty personality types, and I told you like, and they told you like, you're like this, 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 and you're compatible with so, such, such, such. So it was like it was like loving. It was like dating made. Um, Made into a mini game, exactly. Into a Buzzfeed quiz, just like it, yeah. it was. It was, it was Buzzfeed quizzes before Buzzfeed quizzes, because you can make any quiz you wanted there. Like you can make like really? with, with some friends and I, we did this really stupid like what kind of eel are you t- test. So we had like different photos of eels, and each one had a name. I'm a moray. <laughs> I like to think, but that I'm was just super stupid because it's like we just asked random questions. At the end, you got like you are Bobby the yellow eel, which means that you are. You know, like you that believe like in the chupacabra or whatever. That sounds like a lot. Of it was fun, and from there, I, I actually linked my live journal from there. So I like I met this friend, um, who's my friend to this day, and I, we met through there. And um, what else? Uh, I mean, Bumble. Hive, I I chatted with guys from High Five. God, you're old. I met my. You know where I met the guy that I ended up dating in the U.S. Yahoo groups. I am this old. People. I've never even heard of. This. I am this. No, you know, you know. Yahoo okay. groups. Okay, so Yahoo groups. It was just. It was just. It's exactly what it says it, on the on tin. The tin. Yeah. They were in Yahoo, and there were groups with different interests. That's where it was. I am interested in dick. Are you interested in dick? Let's exactly. Yahoo. No, of course there were the, the gay Yahoo and the jock gay Yahoo and whatever, you know, whatever you wanted. But I actually went into a bodybuilding Yahoo group because, hello, muscle fetish. If you did not know this about me to this point, it's because you haven't been listening. This is why our friendship remains pure to the day. <laughs> there is no attraction Either way, it's pure. We hang out because we want to. We like each other. There are no ulterior like motives. Talk, exactly. We just like the conversation. Exactly. And that's why this relationship will be longer than any Martin has ever had. <laughs> to this point, it is. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're this close, though. Uh, anywho, so uh, so I went to this job group, and this and I and this guy. I started talking to this guy. Who had really, you know, interesting pictures, and he liked mine for some reason because I didn't have any muscle tone, uh, and that's how I met my first boyfriend. Oh, that's actually sweet. Yeah, but that's what happens when you're like willing to meet. But because my worst date, my worst date. Oh, you have to say this. actually didn't come from any of the dating apps. My dating app dates have been okay. Like usually this thing where I like, go to the date and I can tell in an hour or two whether you know like okay this is either we're 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 interested in a second date or we're just never gonna see each other again. Um, so my worst date was actually through Facebook. Um, this guy connected with me through friends of friends on Facebook, and we started talking. Um, and he was a historian and he did like a history tour downtown 
And we talked, and he, he said, like, I, like, I do clown, and I'm a historian, and blah, blah, blah. I'm from the north of the country. I forget exactly where. Um, and I'm like, fine. He's like, well, why don't you come with me to one of my history tours? And then afterwards, we'll go have dinner. I'm like, okay, sure, let's do that. Because, uh, you know, first part of the tour, I get to meet him. There's a lot of people around. So, you know, like, the possibilities for murder are less, unless he has, I don't know, an AK-47, which is... Tougher to get a hold on here in Mexico. Yes, yes, um, it is slightly. That yes. was not a proper joke. I'm no. sorry. That was that was anyway. So, um, so I went to the history tour, and it started in Bellas Artes, and we went, we walked all the way to Socalo, and we stopped in several places along the way for him to tell like legends and like trivia around the several things we saw around downtown, and that was really nice. And then uh, after the tour was done, and we were talking. Uh, we went to a... No, we were talking, like, near the cathedral. And I was talking to him, and, he, and I'm like... And I'm like, hey, it smells kind of weird here. Let's move somewhere else, because I thought it was the downtown smell of, you know, like... It was him! It was him! Oh, my God! It was him. It was what? totally him. How? How can you confuse the smell of urban decay with the smell of a, of a man? Okay. So, we went to the... Co- we went to a coffee shop, and we had coffee, and we sat outside, and, you know, upwind. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, um, we were talking, and at some point, he says, like, uh, can you just walk me home? And I very stupidly, because I'm like, okay, fine, we'll just walk him home. Like, it was, quote-unquote, on my way. So I went so I went with him to his apartment, which ended up being this room somewhere in downtown Mexico City in La Guerrero, which is a very dangerous place in Mexico City, if you don't know. It is bad neighborhood. And I was there and when I was there I was I was already night when it when we got there. So I tried getting getting a taxi and I called uh, I called like a taxi service that I had because there wasn't like any Uber at the time. Uh, and they're like, yeah, we're not going there at this time of night. So you're, you're on, on your, your own. own. Yeah. So like the building didn't have any sort of like, secure everything. I just talked to one of the neighbors like, is if I leave here and I go to the da- to, to like the near- nearest subway station, it was like five blocks away. Like, will I make it? And she's like, well, if you want to take the risk, you can take it, but I wouldn't recommend it. Like that is terrifying. Yes, but explain the smell. I'm sorry to focus on this, but explain the smell. Okay, when we were at his apartment, he's like, because he was wearing the like the old timey clothes, because he did the tour in like old timey like costume. He took his shirt off. He went all the way, and the shirt had the plague. Basically, no, no, no. Like I cannot like because it was it was the smell of this shirt has not been washed in a while. Like it is sweat and it is dead skin and it is oh, like um, fuck and it's just like what, how you know it's this death. very it's acrid the smell it's of very death. acrid not even something that won't die. <laughs> it's been decomposing for a while. Yeah, exactly. The thing keeps Have struggling you... for life. We've we've done everything we can. Welcome to Jeopardy. The, 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 your 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 question is the smell. I'm sorry. The answer is the smell of the zombie apocalypse. And the question is, what did this guy smell like? Days. Yeah. So he took his shirt off. You obviously ordered him to scrub. 
Uh, so I asked him, I tried to ask him really like, like, so are you taking a shower or something? And he's like, actually the shower here hasn't, cause he, there was a communal shower. He's like, the shower here hasn't worked for a week now. And I'm like, well, that explains something. I can, I can, I can tell. I can, exactly. And I was like, okay. And then he sat next to me. Like at this point I was like, I was trying not to be like in any way. I, I was trying to be like near the door, like. Near an exit, <laughs> and I was just going myself like to myself like, why do you do this? Why do you do like you should have you should have said you were going home, you, like you had you have no reason to be here. Like what the fuck are That's you doing? That's when you send a text I had to f- get a fake to, to get a fake phone call. I had sent a text to a friend to get a fake phone call. No, I already had the phone call. My friend was coming for me. Okay. Um, but and I told him like my friends come like my friends coming pick me up blah 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 because he wanted me to stay the night. I was like ha 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 no. Um, so I am not an anthropologist. I am not interested in exactly. knowing how well your body has been preserved by no, the bandages. Exactly, exactly. So, um, so I told my friends coming all that. So then he was like in his underwear, and it was obvious that he wanted to like do the deed, which was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, and then he started telling me, uh, and I feel, and, and I do feel kind of bad for him, but but he started telling me that you know that he he just like when he saw me on Facebook. And my photos, he knew that I was the one. At last, my love and that, has come along. And that then he saw me on VH1, which was the first time I recorded any, any kind of type of stand-up comedy. And that he just knew that I was going to understand him. You had sex with him, didn't you? I did you? not have sex you with him. You had sex with him. He got to you the best way to I get to you, which not is have your sex ego. It was like body smell. Please, I do not even have him. an ego. Okay. Uh, but no, 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 no. He just, and then he's like, my life, cause he's like, I've been in jail and my uncle. You is, smell of all of that. And my <laughs> uncle in wherever I'm from is looking for me to kill me because he is trying to frame me for a murder. And, blah, and he was just telling all of this to me and saying like, but I know that you understand and that now I found someone who understands. And my friend texted me, I'm down here, run down, like, I don't give a fuck. And I'm like, I have to go, bye. Um, Window, yay! <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, so I'm like, I have to go, blah, blah, blah. He texted me asking, like, where do you live? I can visit you at your place. I never answered. I basically ghosted him. That was my worst date experience. That sounds horrifying. Yeah, but, but and, and again, it's not like I'm saying... You know, yeah, it, it was kind of my fault. Because I, I should have just said, like, no, I'm not going with you anywhere, bye. But I was at this thing where I'm like, you know, coming back to the whole people-pleaser and Mexican politeness thing, I was like, I don't want to be so mean to this guy. Oh, fuck politeness. Just, like, don't, just know. Yes, I agree. After, after, after that, I was, like, very much... Very I much caught a guy cheating on me thanks to a dating And did you... Did you... Here's the thing. Murder him? No. No, I didn't. <laughs> uh... I made it look like an accident. No, uh, no. The thing was, I, I didn't have grinder. I had grinder for five minutes in my life. I hooked up, matched, didn't hook up. <clears throat> I matched with a guy, or I started. No, I didn't match. I started well, you talking. Exactly. You don't I started match talking to a guy, and the first you thing he asked me, I was like, "Hi, I'm Luis," and he was like, 
do you fuck or are you fucked? And I'm like, I'm fucking off. Like, I just, <laughs> I'm not interested in this. Just like, no. Like, if the first thing you need to know about me is the position I take in during sex, then we are not meant to be. That's kind of the thing about Grindr. And that's the thing, that was also the thing about Manhunt. Like, I remember I had a Manhunt, like, I'm not here for casual sex because I was not there for casual sex. And I had several angry messages for people saying, like, I want to fuck you. And I don't understand how can you be here and say you're not into casual sex. Like, you're doing manhunt Which is wrong. why Tinder is a bit friendlier. Like, you do have a lot of people on Tinder who's like, I'm looking for a relationship. And it's like, yeah. fine, fine. I mean, I'm not saying it's... And again, like, if you... <clears throat> usually, I, it's... It, like, I don't have Tinder right now. Um, but, like, usually I would not swipe right on anyone who who did not have at least a little of themselves, Absolutely. like, posted. Um not that my tinder profile was who do you pick charmander bulbasaur or squirtle <clears throat> and my. based on their responses i would talk to them or i wouldn't there is only Which one is, correct answer it's 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 the generation one pokemon yes uh and that way i ruled out anyone who was older or younger than me which is great yeah true yeah uh, who who would I choose from the G? Because I did not play G one Pokemon. I think I would choose. I don't know. The three of them are so cute. They are, they're but there so is one cute. correct answer. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm gonna. I would fuck Charm. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> fuck Mary <I> Kill. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I think I am no. <laughs> uh, I oh my god, the three of them are so cute. I, the thing is, I love Char- I, I love Charmander, but I don't love Charizard. I, I wouldn't pick... Bulbasaur is so cute, but he, he evolves into this horrible lizard thing. Weed, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I would, I would go for Squirtle. Yeah, we wouldn't have dated. The correct answer was Charmander. Charmander? I, given the choice of having a fucking dragon, why would you choose a plant or a turtle? Honestly. But here's the thing. Because Squirtle is cool. Squirtle is cool. I'll, I'll agree. But the way I caught someone cheating was... A friend of mine. Here's the thing. Cheaters, if you're going to cheat, be a bit smart about it. This guy uh, opened up a, a, a grinder profile with his face picture. His actual face picture. Wow. And because the gays all know each other, the stereotype is true. There's a hundred gays in Mexico a City, A friend of mine, a friend of mine texted me a screen cap and he said, look, either someone is stealing your boyfriend's picture which or your boyfriend can which can happen it's happened to me people have stolen my picture to whatever um and good for them i actually feel flattered i actually feel flattered that someone could, that someone genuinely believes that this face will get you some dick I'll, I'll i like that i feel flattered but the thing is uh this friend of mine texts me the screen cap and says you know i don't know if it's someone stealing his your you know, his identity or so did you go something. on the grinder to find out i did not i i hacked his phone I hacked his phone and I looked through his text messages because I'm that crazy motherfucker. I'm that I mean, crazy. you had you I, had more than good reason. I am. Well, fuck it. I, did, I didn't even give a fuck at that point. I was like... And I hacked into his phone and I found the evidence. And I was like... And get this. I was like, uh, so guess what? A friend of mine told me that you were on Grindr. Is that true? He's like, no, it's not. And he lied. He lied. The very thought. The very no. He lied through his ass. And in the end, I was like, clearly this is getting us nowhere. So I'm just gonna reveal my hand. And I'm gonna say I hacked into your phone and I found the evidence. And we've been dating for a year. And that year is over. It's done. It's no longer the year of 
the friendly, cuddly bear. It's the year of the cunt. And I'm the cunt who's leaving you. And he was like, I shit you not. How could you break my trust like that hacking into my phone? And oh, I was like, oh, fuck you. oh, I mean, point taken. But seriously, no, but no, 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 it no. was it was fuck it was quick and clean. You. It was quick and clean. And I was done with a guy. And in the end, he, he begged. And I, I quite like, I quite like that, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I just fucked off that very evening. I was Good. just like, I'm done because I'm, I'm not. And that's where the movie of your life started. Well, maybe. Look at Luis Augusto. You got Luis Augusto. Luis Augusto has just broken up. So that's how I actually like Grindr. Because Grindr saved me from wasting my time with a cunt. So. Here's the, again, like the thing with Grindr and Manhunt, well, Manhunt doesn't really, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can download the app. But like the the whole thing, uh, with those apps, it's like, I'm fine. Like, you're there for casual sex, it's fine. Like, also there's this thing where like, now I'm pretty confident when people say like, are you here for sex? No. Well, well, you shouldn't be here. I'm like, well, I'm here for this. So what you gonna do? Are you gonna report me to the mods? There aren't any, you asshole. Uh, you have no power here. But one, but I have to say, like, when I started dating my last boyfriend, the one, the first thing we did, cause it was a very like sudden thing, like, we, we had been friends for a while and then like sparks flew, we kissed and then we spent the night together and, and we were like, okay, so is this a thing? And we're like, this is a thing. And the moment I knew I was going to be with him, like in a relationship, I, I had at that moment Tinder and Grinder on my phone and I just deleted them. And then he was like, I want you, I want us to delete the dating apps from our phones. And I'm like, that would have been really romantic, but I just deleted mine without telling you. And then he deleted his dating apps in front of me. And that was like a nice way of saying, like, here's the thing about cheating. Like for me, it's like, if you're going to, again, cheat smart, but like, if I find out you're cheating on me, I'm just going to break up with you. That's... I don't do the, the whole forgiving thing. Yeah. I've, I've never done it. I've, I've, I've been cheated on twice. And it's not like, and people say, but you're so unforgiving. Nobody's perfect. And I'm like, I know that nobody's perfect. And I know that everyone makes mistakes. I don't say this guy is the devil. I seriously don't think the guy who cheats on me is the devil. It's just the guy who doesn't get to date me anymore. And I think it's a very reasonable, like, conclusion to reach. I like that. And I do think it's a reasonable conclusion to reach. We should dedicate an episode to cheaters. We should. We, sh- we toot. We toot. We toot dedicate an episode we to should. cheaters. So now... Sorry, they we- gave me rosé, so my accent's gone to hell. With this very uh, offensive accent. So, just to finish... Uh, is there any dating app advice you would give? Um, keep a friend. Of keep course. a friend just standing by. Um, don't give up on it. I, I really don't think... A lot of people say, oh, but dating apps don't work. I just think that dating apps change the algorithm in the sense that you're going to meet a lot more people. Yeah. That just means you're going to meet a lot more people who are wrong for you. But that doesn't mean you're not going to meet a person who is right for you. Like, I know a lot of success stories with Tinder. Yeah, totally. Like, a, a very dear friend of mine who, who moved to um, Estonia a couple of years ago, he is still with his partner three years later. They met through Tinder, and they're making the relationship work. And it's yeah. I'm, I'm quite, quite proud of them. It's just, you know, y- y- you do need to develop kind of a tough skin, Yeah, I think. Uh, because you're going to go on a lot of bad dates... And, and you're going to meet a lot of assholes. So a like, lot of no, assholes. you're ugly. Or, no, you're it, fat. It doesn't no, really change the kind of people you meet. It just, it just changes the frequency. So exactly. maybe you can maybe you can deal with two assholes a year. Tinder is going to make that 12 assholes a year. But maybe one of them is the guy. <laughs> what advice would you give? Uh, yes, be safe. Please be safe. Be safe is uh, the advice. 
Don't give your WhatsApp to just anyone, uh, please, or your address. Uh, or your social security or, number, you know, or your copy of your passport, reason. or your asshole. Uh, and yeah, like I would say that be as honest as possible as you can. Like I do have a joke where I say like if you're one of in one of these dating apps, and your photo, the photo you have on there is not the photo that it's not your own photo, which happened to me. Like I went to dates, and it's like this guy, uh, this guy is not. You know, it, you're sending a really, very clear message of not even I would fuck me. Uh, so, so be honest. Be honest with who you are and what you want. Because, like, there's a lot of crazy people out there. Someone's bound to like you. And let's toast to that. It's not going to be me. Uh, so, just to finish this quickly, are the, your recommendation for this week? Oh, fuck. Uh, I'll <laughs> tell you what. And this is going to this is gonna um, surprise my boyfriend. Um I'm actually kind of starting to sort of not hate Sex and the City that much. I'm just wow. gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. There is one character in there that I absolutely love. Is it uh, Miranda? Yes, it is. Yes, it fucking is. Yes, it fucking is Miranda. The girl got it going on. Love the girl. Yes. As the Mexicans say, hashtag Fuertes Declaraciones. Fuertes Declaraciones. And we, we are actually uh, issuing a challenge because we're, we're going to watch at least 10 episodes of Sex and the City back to back to oh, wow. see. I had not agreed to this, but apparently I'm You're agreeing to this now so that we can dedicate because it is a very gay relevant thing. So we really need to talk about it. And I saw the movie with another boyfriend. I did I? not see the movie. Maybe I should see the movie. Anyway. Did I? Uh, I fell asleep through the movie. And anyway, um, any recommendation for the week? I'm recommending, I'm recommending the new She-Ra series, actually. Really? I think there's a, okay. the third season drops on November 5th. Uh, I love it. I, I did, wasn't a huge fan of She-Ra when I was growing up. Um, I liked it more than He-Man just because I had this thing where like, this is girlier, thus as me, and I liked girly things, so I felt like, and I do like the Shira design, to be honest, like, I like the Shira design way more than I like the He-Man design, but like, the new series, uh, it's just amazing. I mean, if, especially if you have children, like, I admit that as a grown person, like, I will watch it, you know, like, on the background, because it's like so simple that I can just like, come back, back and forth without missing any important plot lines. Um, I'll be sure to watch it. it. It's cute. It's nice. Uh, I recommend that. And, and the lead art, the lead, uh, artist, I forget her name, goddammit, but she is amazing. She's written several comics and she is just great. And I want to cosplay as Bo from that series. I'm going to watch it to see what you're cosplaying as. Yes. So. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for you stopping by. You can follow Luis Augusto at Mr. Drama basically everywhere. And you can follow Martin Leon at Mint Honorel basically everywhere as well. So, cheers. Cheers. And have a nice week. Good evening. And goodbye. I'm Mrs. Maisel. Thank you. And good night. <laughs> <laughs>